Atad, Adonai, Aloheinu, Melo, Chalom, Asher, Kishanu, the Mitzvah, Vitzivanu, Lahad Lagner, Shel Hanukkah. Welcome back <laughs> to the My Friends Are Cooler Than Me podcast. The only way, the only thing that makes this friend cooler than me, I think, is the fact that he is Jewish. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tyler Barry Ehrenberg. Hello. My middle name is Barry. It's a fun fact. We actually have technically the same last middle name, sorry. We do. Because my middle name is Bartholomew and his is Barry. And we found Bartholomew. Yeah, which I thought Barry was short for Bernard, which apparently it's more common that it's short for Bartholomew, which is really, really strange. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Merry this episode's releasing on Christmas, so if you're listening on Christmas, this is your Christmas gift, and I hope you like it. It's beautifully and, ironic because I'm Jewish. Yeah, and happy and third night of Hanukkah. Third night of Hanukkah. Yes. Third night of Hanukkah, yes. and happy Kwan- that doesn't Kwanzaa I, doesn't fall on the I same day. No, I. So Why I is there not enough stuff on Kwanzaa? I think Kwanzaa is just a mass hallucination. <laughs> that's that's my running theory. I'm not even kidding. Like this is my. Be careful my here. Oh oh. Be very careful here. <laughs> choose my next words carefully. If you celebrate Kwanzaa and you happen to be listening to this, um, I don't mean any offense. It's the same thing <laughs> just like, as Wyoming doesn't exist. It's, yeah, because, exactly. like, name one thing that's in Wyoming. Exactly. Exactly. Name one person who celebrates Kwanzaa. Like, name their exactly. name. Thank you. So, like, <laughs> we, that's like, like, that's like a Mandela effect. It is a Mandela effect. Is that the right... <laughs> that is the term. What, what, what is the Mandela effect? Because it's like you forget something, but like, mm-hmm. when did that It's like the spawn? Bernstein Bears and the Bernstein... Which one Bernstein Bears. But which one is it? It is... Apparently, it's legitimately Bernstein Bears, but I grew up on the Bernstein Bears, so I don't know what's going on with that. You're not like other girls. I'm not like other girls. You're, you're different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... We're recording this on the first night of Hanukkah. How was your uh, How was your first night of Hanukkah? It's the second night of Hanukkah. Well, we just you just had. We're recording this at two in the morning, by the way. <laughs> we we now have to, and we just worked out, and that's a subtle flex. Um, subtle flex. Very prominent flex. Prominent flex. <laughs> but how was your How was your first night of Hanukkah? Um, Hanukkah this okay the way. We got to do it this year because it's so weird. Uh, we're not going to be, I'm not even going to be, neither me or my sister are going to be here all eight nights. Whoa. So we kind of, we didn't even do last night. We kind of lit the candles and didn't do any gifts. I mean, we do, we do the candles every night. Um, but this year we did all of Hanukkah tonight. Wow. So we, we opened everything and it was, it was a good time. Uh, cool. What kind of like traditional things you do do you do any like we do um so like a lot of times we'll have friends over and we'll like let them experience we'll do that with you one day word um and we let them we'll we'll cook latkes which are Uh potato pancakes you know those um we don't do jelly donuts because they're disgusting and is that a you do that's a traditional thing is jelly donuts jelly donuts fried foods a lot of fried foods because you don't eat bread um that's during something different but like i think rosh hashanah rosh hashanah I'm really? Mi- I'm mixing up. I'm. Did I get that right? I no. It's it's uh did, did Passover. Oh, okay. Passover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mixing a <laughs> lot of things up. It's a very I, anti-Semitic episode. It's on not my part. anti-Semitic. I'm just a fake. <laughs> I call myself a kind of a fake Jewish boy. Fake Jewish boy. Fake Jewish boy. I don't. I don't go to synagogue. Wow. Sorry. 
canceled. I'm, I know, I'm sitting. <laughs> That's horrible. Every, uh, what's the, what's the Jewish priest's name? I don't know. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> no, what do they call him? What? <sighs> what are they called? Wait a minute. The dudes with the, with the curly si- uh, sideburns and that, they wear a Jewish, hat. Uh, you mean rabbis? Rabbis. <laughs> <laughs> the Jewish priest. <laughs> the Jewish priest. Is it not a Jewish priest? It is a Jewish priest. Yeah. But they're called a rabbi. Yeah, rabbi. Yeah, that's why I was like, what do you call the Jewish priest? I didn't, I, like, I was like, I thought this was like that a sounds like a setup. Set that sounds like a setup to a bad joke. <laughs> There's a really funny, there is a really funny John Mulaney joke. And it's, um, I love that, man. And it's um, <laughs> it's, I heard um, that one. um, you've heard of Blackula, the Black Dracula? Yeah. You know what the Jewish Dracula's name is? Oh God. Sidney Applebaum. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, A genius. I love John Mulaney. Oh, amazing. He's coming out. The currently it comes out today. Yeah, was the thing with the sack lunch. lunch bunch looks incredible that's so cool i'm just it's so weird that we're living in a time where he (laughs) is also here if have you noticed when you look at like things that we have today like artists that we have today and the parallels between them and like artists from the past you know what i mean like like harry styles is very much like what david bowie was in his Uh, time or like mick jagger you know what i mean and like cultural like yeah and like bruno mars is like like Prince or, you know, like yeah, that kind no, of type, I, I like that. I, which is really interesting. Really and like John Mulaney is kind of like a, like a, do you ever listen to like old Steve Martin comedy by the end, by any chance? No. Yes, I, there's a really good, it's right over there. There's a really good Steve Martin movie called the jerk from like the seventies. <laughs> and, um, he wrote it and it's, the entire it's like an it's like an oddball comedy it's like totally absurd and the premise of it is that he's just like the biggest idiot alive oh and there's like a thing of like he's in a he's at a he's working at a gas station and the setup is there's a guy with a like with a rifle on the mountain and he's like gone gone unhinged and he wants to kill everyone at the gas station and this was a different time (laughs) um when you could joke about this um he tries to shoot Steve Martin, but he keeps missing and hitting oil cans. Oh, and so Steve Martin goes, he hates these cans. And then he goes and runs and hides and he tries to shoot him again and he misses and he's standing next to more cans and he like runs next to like a vending machine and stuff. I don't know. Just stuff like that. I didn't know they made an autobiography about you. Yeah. <laughs> Just so that everyone knows, Tyler looked up um, what is the easiest joke to make right now? Okay, hold on. First of all, no, I didn't. It came from. <laughs> oh, Zinger, you really got me there. It oh man, we gotta right end the podcast. Here. We gotta end this show. First off, no. What? Second off, I'm calling my mom to pick me up. But no, it's it's just really. Jimmy, you live here. I know. No, no, no. I was speaking in. All right. Anyways, so I don't know. I just think it's really cool that we just like have these artists of today, and like we might be those artists. We, we don't. You never know who. God, I hope. Like, because people are gonna look like in twenty years, people are gonna be like, "Whoa, we're really living with like the Harry Styles of today." 
Holy you know what I mean? Because Bowie was, I mean, like, You're he right. just died, like, three years ago? Three and a half years ago? Yeah. And I think so, I think so yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, twi- um, beginning of 2016. Oh. And oh, uh, almost four 20. years. It's almost 2020. Yeah. Subtle I don't know a funny year. thing about when Bowie died. Um, I had listened to his music a little bit because my mom was the hugest David Bowie fan. Like, she went to, um, like, every concert that he had near here she she stood like eight feet away from him one time because Whoa. she saw him when he was like more underground you know oh, gotcha. um back when he not, not a lot of people know this but he was uh part of a screamo band man i god know, that was not... a horrible joke <laughs> okay i was like the god. way the way he looks Anyways. he does this thing where he looks at you when he's joking but you can't really tell sometimes like he'll say something like so deadpan like you know how um cars I don't even know where it's going. Okay. You know how cars run? You know how cars run? I bet their legs are tired. <laughs> yeah, it's like that kind of joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll just like stare. Yeah, yeah. And I've been told my eyebrows furrow whenever I try, because I try to look serious. <laughs> they do. Anyways, so when Bowie died, um, I posted this long, like convoluted thing on my Instagram. I might even have it archived. Is it like a... Like, a, I'm going to miss him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I made it seem like I was his biggest fan when, like, I, I like, wasn't because I just didn't really listen to his stuff. Let's see. Did you ever have, like, one of those, like, those fan accounts where you'd post, like, um... I had about. something similar. I tried to f- f- uh, start, actually, recently, like, a, a film buff account. Yeah, like one of those. Yeah, yeah, and it's still <laughs> active. I will never, ever say the name of it. It only has one post and, like, one follower, and I tried to do something, but no. Okay, so the post reads. This is, like, the day he died. Oh, yeah. Um, it starts with a quote from his last song ever released. Look up here, I'm in heaven. I've got scars that can't be seen. Oh, Lazarus. I've got drama, can't be stolen. Everybody knows me now. End quote. Dot, dot, dots. Many things can be said about this amazing man. The lyrics written above were some of his last ever written. I tear up just reading them. (laughs) But they are so very true. No matter what the subject matter was, the lyrics that this man would write uh, would always have a sense of truth in them. I can't say that this happened too soon. Oh God, what am I about to say? I can't say that this happened too soon or that it was a career cut short because he oh, had geez. one of the best send-offs ever with his final album released just three days before his death. Oh, boy. Ooh, that's Wait. a little problematic. 2016, although, you needed it. Yeah, you although this is still a very great loss to the music community and really a great loss to the world, dot, 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 or any. See what I, see what I did there? Rest in peace, David Bowie, 1947-2016. And I made a, his mind, and I made, like, an edit picture that I thought was really, really good. It's not that bad. It's actually not horrible. I'm mildly Anyways, I'm, I'm actually proud of the uh, edit that I made. Yeah, and so, and I bought, like, four Bowie shirts, and I remember this one Before girl. Before or after death? After his, after his death. <laughs> this was A.B. after Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> and but I did like start like legitimately legitimately getting into his music and like I absolutely I mean there's a poster of him right there oh yeah no everyone look well, thank you for looking thank um, you very much for looking um, I like to think that like if someone was looking was not looking I like to think <laughs> if, if someone's home. listening to this while they're driving they just fully turned their head around 
and caused a five car pileup. That's that's just something that I like to think about. I don't think that's a. It's probably not a good thing. To think. A, Anyways, so uh, I remember this one girl, and some of you like know who this is because I've told this story before, but I won't name names. But <laughs> she, <laughs> um, I was wearing a Bowie shirt, and she walked up to me. She was like, "Is that David Bowie?" Right. I was like, all right. And I like weirdly went off on her, like badly went off on her. I was like, how dare you? Like, oh man. But this is the same girl who wore a Nirvana shirt and she thought that it was a clothing brand. She was like, I just liked the pattern. And I was like, oh man. She's not like other girls either. She's not like other girls. Um, to this day? To this day. To this day. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that was, that was the thing. And then like when Gene Wilder died, I did the same thing, but I was still a huge Gene Wilder fan. That's how really Wonka. Yeah, how could you not be? Gene Wilder's the dude. All that, and I, I also posted like a little tribute post about him. My Instagram was so whack. Did you? Was? Oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Tyler showed me his abs, and now I forgive him. That's how that happened. Yeah, that's that's exact. That is the exact exchange. That <laughs> 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 Anyways. <clears throat> So, on the topic you, of yeah, oh, I'm sorry. No, go for it. On the topic of uh, David Bowie. Okay. And the decade is closing very soon. Yeah. If last you, podcast if of you, the decade. Oh God, I'm honored. I'm very honored. Amazing. If you have an opinion on this at the moment, who do you think is the best artist of our decade? Oh Jesus. Of our the our, best our artist of our decade, like overall, musical. oh, musically, music, musical artist, musical artist. Musical artist. Not, I gotta say, say like, I'll name, I'll name drop some that just come to mind when I think of it. You don't want to, you want Sorry. What? You want to name names? Sorry. Wait. I don't want to name names in case you're <laughs> listening. I don't want to offend I anyone. I don't know why I'm like in a giggly mood? It's, That's good. It's too late. It's we're too punch early. drunk. It's two twenty in the morning currently. Two nineteen. Two nineteen. Sorry. Anyways, um, I'm, I'm just gonna name some people that just come to mind. Bruno Mars came to mind first. Just thinking of like range and like the things that he's kind of done. He's got a. He's got an incredible. My mother cannot stand his voice. Really? She absolutely hates it. Sorry, mom, but if you're listening, <laughs> I don't know why you would be. Um, hello, if you are. But she thinks it's like quote her nails on a chalkboard to her. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. His voice is like. Velvet. <laughs> velvet? Velvet. I, I tend to agree. I wouldn't say velvet, but it's not like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. I'm habitually. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think Bruno Mars, Sam Smith also came to mind. Oh, oh I love Sam Smith. Uh, Harry Styles, I think, has... And it's, it's kind of more recently, but I think... He's really shown just so much of like this like huge creative burst. You know what I mean? He yeah, can just no, kind of do anything. What about you? What do you think? Um, well, just to <laughs> confirm that, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got to do it. I got to do, do it. I got to do it. Kanye. Okay. Kanye. And Me. I mean this, I'll, I have a genuine reason. It's not just because um, I'm a fanboy, even though, you know, I'm a fan of Kanye. Yeah, but he has just had such an expansive range of like almost different genres. 
Uh-huh. There, it's it's hard. He's he dropped a gospel album for goodness' sake. <laughs> That's so cool. It's it's so cool, and like yeah. I've been geeking out because I've got five unreleased albums from him uh-huh. that I have downloaded and I've been cool. listening to. Uh, but Kanye is one of them. Yeah, for sure. I do. Th- I find that it's really interesting to just experience art and just realize how cool it is you know what i mean like the fact that like you can that look at like kanye's discography yeah. and say like whoa like that's just and it's kind of the to tie it into like like film it is really cool if you look at like the marvel cinematic universe oh yeah how cool is that that we same same we thing as we at just the same time yeah, yeah same thing that we were just talking about like this was our Star Wars, like when Star Wars first came out and yes. like totally hit, this is our version of that, and we're gonna like show it to our kids. You know what I mean? And like I Look. saw the first Iron Man with my dad in theaters, and like, and then I saw uh, spoilers for Endgame, and I saw Tony Stark die in front of me. You know what I mean? With my dad? With my no, actually, I went. Yeah. I saw it alone. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so thank you for Half bringing the up that one. Was gone. I don't know what happened. Yeah, but was, then they came back. I don't know what was going on. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's really, oh man, that on that, on that note, I remember the, uh, speaking of the Marvel Universe, I remember the day that Avengers came out, the first Avengers. Yeah. I was in fifth grade. Whoa. And I know crazy how time works. Uh, I looked way different back then, but that's a different story. Um, it's fifth grade. It's fifth grade. Imagine if everyone looked the same that they did in fifth grade. <laughs> I'd be horrified. Hey, <laughs> but like their voices are deep. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh god. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, a little tangent. But um, my my parents surprised us and they checked us out of school. Oh, that's to, really cool. To go watch Avengers for the first time, and I remember seeing it. And I was just. The little pan around, you know, the one I'm talking about, where mm-hmm. they're all circled up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so cool that that exists. Uh-huh. And we exist. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The timing of that. And we just, exist. And we exist. The, the fact that we exist is just, there's, it is a miracle. There's other so. things like that, like when um, a, a, an entire movie was marketed, I think it was made, it was this movie called Heat in 2005, and it's so, it's a, Good. It's a great movie, but its sole marketing campaign was based off of it was the first movie that featured both uh, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino on film together, which at that time, like they were like both like giants of because they were both in they were both in Godfather Part Two. Right. But they never shared screen time because uh, De Niro played. Look how they put my boy. (laughs) (laughs) I had to say it. I had to. We had a running joke about <laughs> the Godfather and like rejected lines from the Godfather, and, <laughs> and like just, a part when like what was it like it was a little cut away? And it was um like uh, it, was, it like, was after it was after the massacre. It was after um he got shot in the street after, after Sun. No, 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 after Sonny gets killed. That's it's what I meant. That's what I meant. And the line I'm when uh <laughs> when Vito says, "Look, Look how, how they massacred my boy," course. but we had a thing of like at the end of Godfather Part One, Michael. It was something get, get with the, like get the butter. Yeah, it was something it was, se- weirdly like sexual with I Michael, and he goes, "Get the butter." Get the butter. <laughs> so <laughs> off and so this, instead of it's, this, look how they kind of get 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 the butter. Yeah, and then like they, they and so then Vito, when he sees 
uh, I, wow, spoilers for The Godfather. <laughs> you're a little late. But you're a little, like, 40 years late. Crazy but, how we live in the same time as... Um, <laughs> the, Godfather. <laughs> the Godfather. But uh, he uh, sees Sonny's bloodied body, and he goes, look how, look how they buttered my boy. God, no one else is going to find that funny except it's us. It's just going to be us. <laughs> That's a bit only for us, but I just want you guys to get a feel of, like, the dynamic we are dynamic it's so interesting i think the coolest thing about this podcast mm-hmm. um for me personally i i do enjoy i'm an avid listener you should be too why thank you um tell your friends that's what i'm doing right now um i think the coolest thing is just seeing the different ways you interact with different people like we have a different vibe than you and yobani do or you and yeah. sophia do or you and michelle do or you and whoever you're gonna bring on next yeah that was the um kind of the reason why I wanted to do this kind of thing of like, cause I could have like just kind of started my own thing. And like, I just, I kind of talk and then sometimes I bring on a guest or I start it with a friend and it could have, but I think this is just kind of its own thing. Cause every episode is different or I think. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, if you don't like this vibe, you can go watch like the one with, Sophia and I, you know, and that's a completely different episode. But yeah. please like this. Please one. like this one. <laughs> it's the Christmas We have gift. a it's fragile. A <laughs> I have a fragile ego. No, <clears throat> very fragile. But um, oh, but yeah. Do you like Do you like this setup? I do love the. Okay, I wanted to talk about this, and so I'm going to. Uh huh. I love this vibe, and the fact that it's two twenty seven in the a.m. makes it even better. In the am. In the am. Would you like am or fm? <laughs> I feel like, and I realized this earlier, just because we're so punch drunk and we're laughing so much. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say sorry for the laughter. We probably should have done that before we started. That'll be my trigger warning at the beginning of this episode. Oh, beautiful. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, that's a little callback if you heard that earlier. Um, but the setup right now. <laughs> yeah. That's what we call in the biz. Sorry. The setup, we're getting off track, man. We gotta stay focused. Uh, but the setup right now is we are sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor mm-hmm. in front of this radio slash CD player slash record player slash toaster. Um, this actually toasts bread. So yes. I've heard. Uh, it's taking a while. Only though. non-kosher bread. So it's kind of. So I can't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler's burning right now. I'm a little nervous. He's Jewish. Thank you very much. That's the whole joke. Da, 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 da. I don't know I, what, what what borders too far in those types of jokes. I will tell you exactly what it was. It was the joke that I that I that, that you I did made the other day. The other day. Oh, so you guys are gonna think differently of me, but no, it's all in good fun. Just because, like, I'm the one. I can take it. I can take the joke. Yes, and it's just you know, it's just joshing you. Yeah, and it was. It's always like the. The worst ones come when I'm just like spouting out a joke, random, so I don't have time to think about truly how bad it is. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was the other day I was asking him when Hanukkah started, <laughs> and, I, and so I was like, geez, "So you know what? Can do we you keep this in? do do Jewish people like have like a different calendar than humans?" <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you guys. I'm probably, I'm probably, you probably think I'm awful for laughing at that, but I just think it's no. I they probably think I'm awful for telling it. Well, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> no, they know that we're four episodes in. They know that I'm awful. 
if you haven't caught on by now. The only reason that they listen is because they're waiting for a friend to call me out on how awful I am. This Wait, it episode. got too real. Stop it. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, Yabani mentioned it last episode. You have changed a lot. Okay. From what I've heard. Why, thank you. I think every that's the coolest thing about decades. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm bouncing around, which I do a lot. Um, but I think it's cool because obviously there's a ginormous amounts of change that happen in this stage of our lives over a decade. Yeah. But within the next decade, how much is really going to change? Yeah. You know? Where where were you 10 years ago? 10 years ago today, since it's Christmas Eve, I was Whoa. asleep. I was, yeah. uh, oh gosh, 10 years ago is 2009. Oh, because you sleep on Christmas Eve in spite of. It's 2.30. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's like That'll be the last Jewish joke. No, well, anyways. But where were you, like, Christmas Eve 10 years ago? Like, what would you Christmas, have been doing? Are you talking about the actual day or, like... Yeah. Um, I was seven. I was seven. Okay. Because I'm... Yeah, that makes sense. I was seven. And quick math. Quick math. I'm not great at it. Um, I was seven years old, and we have this tradition, going back to traditions, where on Christmas Eve, my family were doing it, Today, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to decorate cookies. We do gingerbread men. Aww. And we decorate cookies as a family. After that, um, we go and drive around and see lights. Aww. And for the past, I think, however long we've celebrated Christmas, which would be since my birth, at the very least, um, my dad always reads The Night Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. You know, the whole... That's cute. Twas the, twas the nizzle before Christmas and all through the hizzle. I was about to die laughing because I thought you were. I thought the bit that you were on was reciting the entirety of the yeah, Night Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were just gonna just <laughs> recite it off the top of your head. <laughs> How awesome would that be? Like I've heard this story for like. Could you recite 16... it off the top of your head? Try it right Should now. We, is... Bonnie, I'm coming for your poetry. Okay. It was the night before Christmas, mm-hmm. and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Mm-hmm. The stockings were hung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All hung by the chimney with care. By the chimney with care, in hopes that Saint, Saint Nicholas, Nicholas soon would be, be there. there. Um, <laughs> Baruch Atah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was about to say Hanukkah. Harry came by and said hi, and then he left with a flick of his. Fly, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I could be Bars. a first And left with a flick of his fly. Wait, that was actually kind of cool. <laughs> it's kind of fresh, though. Oh, Can you come up with the Jewish version of the night before Christmas? The n- night before the first night of eight nights. <laughs> so the night before the other eight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's bad because I can't get the... I can't even get the easy jokes out. God. Ugh, I'm so giggly. I hate it. But, uh, t'was the night before the other eight nights, and all through the house. That and that's it. That's the that whole story. Good. And they went to sleep. <laughs> no, I, um, did you know that the only reason that Santa is red and white is because he has a massive alcohol problem? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because uh, Coca-Cola, like, sponsored him. Like, he used to be green and white. 
Are you serious? But as soon as yeah, 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 because like he's not a raging alcoholic. I don't. He might be. John read that he has. He just that's has why red. he has those rosy oh cheeks, God. Holmes. Exposed. That was the joke that I was. Santa saying. is canceled. Sa- Can sold. Santa sold. Santa sold. Help! <laughs> I should not record episodes this late. <laughs> no, <you should. laughs> or it's I should record content. every one of them. <laughs> I think that's a a better idea. Almost. <laughs> My friends are more tired than me. <laughs> I'm not, so, I'm not even t- I've got energy. It's just like weird energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like this time just hits different. And like, I there's, don't even know why. There's dips within the circadian rhythm of things because you, your body wants to go to sleep. Uh-huh. And so like you'll have a traditional, like traditionally you'll have like a dip at around, I don't want to misquote this because I took AP Psychology. Sorry, Miss Dowdy. I'm <clears throat> not doing Miss Dowdy is an avid listener. Yes. Uh, um, there's there's like a dip at like 2 p.m. around then Mm -hmm. and then there's another dip really really late at night at around I take it back like did you just ladies and gentlemen sorry I I had (laughs) a a USB thing and I pretended that it was a vape we have a nicotine addict Uh, I'm sorry anyways you were saying this is this is is okay this is an AA meeting now it wasn't funny nor is it now circadian rhythm circadian rhythm so right around like two right around two uh you'll get like this dip in energy you'll get really tired and then around like nine you'll get really tired and if you keep staying up around 3 a.m which is not good news for us uh you get really really tired and then if you get past that little hump you'll get more energy and if you do stay up 24 hours a day seven days a week first of all i'm sorry um but if you do happen to try and pull an all-nighter and you have listened to this, look for those little dips because those little dips in, in, in uh, tiredness is just your body saying, uh, what in the hell are you doing, dude? <laughs> dude. Dude. Go to sleep, dude. Can we, can we talk about our straight voice? Or is that, is that, are we not allowed to talk about it? <laughs> so, <laughs> we, Tyler and I, have what we have labeled and what our friends have labeled a straight voice whenever we talk to certain people. Oh God. It's the voice we put on when you're talking to douchebags. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the yeah, voice yeah. you put on when you're talking that, to douchebags that... who are not cool. Who yes. are not cool. There we go. And pardon the language. But <laughs> there's there's a dip in like I can talk like this and I can talk normally and I can talk like freely about anything with you and with people like yeah. but when it's like with acquaintances oh, who are no. douchebags yeah yeah for you sure. go hey man <clears throat> so bro it was so bro your voice drops uh several keys if yeah. not an octave whatever uh-huh. i do is uh yeah. yeah i always go hey what's up brody oh dude like yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't even like know like <laughs> what's going on <laughs> with <laughs> the more <laughs> you do it's better yeah 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 the straight voice is an interesting one. We should have done this entire episode in the straight voice. I would not have liked that. I don't <laughs> like the straight voice, uh, putting that out there. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun to do because I know that people like notice when I do it and like I get clowned for it, but I don't know. It's just the thing that you got to do sometimes. It's not even... Why do you... Why do you think we dip into it? Personally... 
<clears throat> habitual. At, at, to some extent, it's habitual. Okay. You do interact differently with different people. And I think if you don't have that level of trust with somebody, you can't really, like, yeah. speak to them freely. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And there's always the whole, oh, are they going to clown me for not talking like this? Yeah. That's a yeah, big yeah, part yeah, of yeah. it, I think. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was in baseball for too long. <laughs> <laughs> yep, up top. It's good. In front of the microphone. A quick little up top. Um, but... And there is a incredibly different dynamic than in theater. Let me just yeah let me say that. <clears throat> so what? How was that like when you were just kind of growing up around sports and everything and baseball sports. and all that? Well, I was never forced to do sports. I never oh, was. I just chose to do sports. I just chose. Which I is mean, good. I mean, because it was like the only option that seemed viable. I did Destination uh, Imagination, which was this. What's that? Oh, it is the. Um, it was. I think it was my. Uh, it was my awakening to theater, but I ignored it. I was about to make it an awakening <laughs> it was, it was joke. Awakening. Wow, we were going the same route. It was a. Uh, it was my awakening to theater, and I think I ignored it. But it was these little competitions that me, um, my name job, uh, Yulia, okay, uh, Bloom, yeah, uh, this guy Garrett, and I think you don't know Garrett. So those are all the people that you would know, and my sister. Mm-hmm. And we would get to these like competitions. You'd get a prompt. You'd have to like write your own script and mm-hmm. create your own set and do this Whoa. skits. You'd have to do these skits. That's cool. And I didn't really realize it at the time. Yeah. But like that was. When active. was this? Like was this like affiliated oh, with school? It was elementary. It was outside of school, but I was in oh. elementary school. I was young. <laughs> I was in elementary school. <laughs> I don't know why I enunciated every single word, every single letter. Wow, it's. 243. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I did that, but I I ignored it. Hmm. And then I saw sports and I was like, I'm a sport. <laughs> I'm a sport. I tried out for, well, I was going to try out for football in seventh grade. Oh, let me. Because the way, cause the way that it worked at my middle school, I'm, I'm assuming yours as well. Yeah, you had to do athletics. Well, because well, in sixth grade, um, Sixth grade PE, because sixth graders couldn't you be couldn't in athletics. Be in, yeah, yeah. But sixth grade PE was, they would divide, on the first day, they divided you into, if you wanted to do athletics seventh grade, they put you on the athletics track. Whoa. And then if you didn't want to do athletics in seventh, in seventh grade, they put you on the non-athletic Bougie, track. I didn't have yeah, that. Yeah, but you were in the same class, and so they would be like, all right, if you're on the athletic track, do uh, do this much more, or something like that. Yeah, um, I guess you. And then it was like, if you're on the non-athletic track, Go look at a wall while we train <laughs> our athletes. You can go read a book, nerd. And so, you coward, you're not a soldier. And then they spat on you. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> Good, I can't say that. Anyways, so yeah, and I was on the I was on the athletic track because all of my cool friends were. Because I was really weirdly popular in fifth grade. Flex. Yeah, uh, like weirdly. And then sixth grade hit. And then you weren't. And then I. Oh wow! Really? I wasn't well for oh, a wow. good five six months. I kind of was like a little bit bled over, and then I um I was ahead of my time in my comedy because you know the whole thing now of like oh the homies pretending to be gay is funny. You know what I mean? I 
that was the brand of humor I had in sixth grade. And so I turned to... I, I have a feeling that that wasn't... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, probably not. It was just a latent... <clears throat> Anyways, we're not going to talk about... We talked about that last episode. No more Awakenings. No more. Um, but there was this guy who, like, we would always, like, make that joke back and forth and stuff. And, like, it would be like, ah, ha, ha. But then I was like, it'd be really funny if I, like, kissed him on the cheek. Ah, ha, ha, ha. In front oh, of my friends. Dear. I thought oh, it would no. be really funny. And so I did it. It was, this was during PE one day. And I did it. And, every, like, time stopped. People were like, what just happened? For perspective, this is when the straight voice started. This might have been when the straight voice. You think so? Because I, then I started overcompensating. Well, because no, because I was like, no, dude, what, what, dude, like that entire class, God, that whole class alienated me. Yeah, that was. <laughs> and then it spread through. Unfortunately, like, that was social suicide. Well, yeah, like it spread through the entire school and it was like God. awful. That's why it was so hard. I don't know if this is too, like, I'm not trying to like victimize myself, but this is just how it was. Like, that's why it was so hard for me to eventually come out because, uh, throughout like, like that started in sixth grade, but throughout like all of middle school and a little bit of high school, everyone was telling me that I, you know, everyone was deciding it for me and I was never able to decide it for myself, you know? And so this year I was able to just kind of take a step back and realize that like, you know, like if these people like accept me as, I am, then fantastic. If not, then you know what? They're going to accept their own people, and I don't need to be in that group, and that's okay because there's like 7 billion people on this planet. Probably pretty sure about two or three of them are not going to like me, so I don't care because I don't like them either. Then that is okay. But, um, yeah, it really sucked. That is like the through-line thing, one of the through-line things that really made middle school suck Uh, because that was, like you just said, that was – absolute social suicide um i think i think i think that's a better and that ruined that class for me and then but i will say because of that happening i didn't get into athletics you didn't that was the reason why i decided not to do athletics because i didn't want to be around that yeah and then that next year i started theater and so and then so it's better i guess i yeah i mean um i think that's what we're about to say sorry no, uh, it was something along the straight voice. I think that's a better way to describe it. If we huh. wanted a better way to describe it, I think it's just the way to talk to non-open-minded people. I guess, or just kind of like a like, you don't, you won't think would be as accepting. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, that's almost kind of unfortunate. That's unfortunate, even on our parts, because we would just look at a person and assume that they wouldn't. Yeah, that's bad. That is. I just. It's, uh, things are so weird, <laughs> and it'll ch- it'll change after high school, I'm sure. Yeah. For oh, sure. most definitely it'll change after oh, high gosh. school. Like after high school is a scary thought. Really? Yeah. It's, it's it's looming, honestly. It's. I don't really have like a fear, like I am truly just so excited to just be off and do what I'm meant to be doing. You know, whatever that is. Yeah. That's such a. Oh my God! That's such of, a. Like, that's to be sappy, but like the rest of your life. That is the beginning of the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, and there's so much like, what I keep like telling myself like whenever like, I'm like feeling like very sad or I'm at, I'm in a dark place like I'm only 18 years old, 
I've lived 18 years. I'm going to live 18 more, hopefully, and 18 after that, and so on and so forth. Um, like, this right now is so, like, I guess, insi- like, in the long yeah. scheme of things, it's ins- insignificant-ish. Absolutely. You know what I, I mean? Always... Like, if, you know, same I... deal as, like, the week after you get a paper cut. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's such. I think yeah, I, I understand that completely because I've I've always I'll always say like right now, high school especially mm-hmm. is such a it is insignificant. It's just a small, tiny, tiny portion of the rest of our lives. We haven't experienced so much. Yeah, There's so much we haven't experienced. And another thing that I like it that I've noticed in just like making new friends and like talking to people of like all of life. I think it's just kind of like accumulating stories to tell people that you meet later down the line. Like when everyone started say, like when you started middle school, you made friends and told those people friends about elementary, you, you made, sorry, you made friends and told those people stories about elementary school. Right. Now that we're in high school, we tell stories about middle, middle school, school and elementary school. When we're in college, we're going to talk mostly about high school, school and a little bit of middle school. And then, you know, after and so that, on and so forth. And after that, you die. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very steep drop. It's a slippery slope. Right. It's a slippery slope right there. It's a, it's a, it's a logical it fallacy. It's we brought it in. We, we did it. Um, but no. Yeah, like that's just kind of like all that that is like, and like whenever eventually when you meet like your significant other, what you do when you choose that person is you choose to share your experiences with them and not just like in making new experiences but sharing unto them all the experiences that you've ever just sharing who you are yeah and that that is who you are i like the experience of the story that i just told about kissing barrett woldridge on the cheek um if that had not happened maybe i was in athletics maybe i'm a different person you know I understand. If I had not ignored Dest- if I had not ignored destination imagination, and I had not been in athletics, and I had actually, because all of my friends, all of my real friends, were in theater, and I never. Oh, really... yeah. So it's a little, it's a little like, why didn't I realize? It's funny looking at uh, like old pictures of you because it's everyone like at a show, and it's just you. Yep. You know what I mean? And I wasn't in it. I was there. Just there. And I loved it. I loved seeing them. Yeah. We could get to support your friends. But yeah, that's, I think that's just, it's just so exciting to be able to make new experiences because I, I like to focus, like, you know, it's always good to focus on the good experiences. And so I think that like, just the prospect of making more is just, oh, so good. I'm always, you know, the philosophy of like, if it's okay to have your, lows because it makes the highs oh so much better right you know what i mean yeah. <clears throat> i mean that's the whole yin yang good you can't have good I mean, namaste namaste i mean no like seriously you yeah. can't have good without bad if if the sun if the wow hold on let me said that backwards if the clouds didn't come out if we, <laughs> wow it oh, is 2 52 a.m <laughs> if the if there wasn't any rain, there wouldn't be a rainbow. That's let me say that. You know? Wow. 
Wow. I'm deep. I know. Wow. Wow. Tyler just he totally he closed up that. his Shell Silverstein book. And I love I love Shell Silverstein. I absolutely love I don't know why I just I have, ragged on Shell Silverstein no, just he's now. He's amazing. The Giving Tree? Or is that's what it's called, right? Did he write The Giving Tree? He did. I believe so. I thought that was um Can we fact check that? Yeah, I don't want to I don't, don't want to miscorrect. I'm pretty sure it is. I, wasn't that like Maury Sendak? Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure it was Shel Silverstein. The... Shel... Wow, that was Shel Silverstein. I don't know why I, I didn't think that it was. Because I, re- I just remember like falling up. Right, I know falling. I remember falling up. Huh. But I, I like for me, uh, Shel Silverstein yeah. has always been the giving tree. Really, I've never associated him with the giving tree. I literally have no idea why. It's such a, it's such a sad story. But it's a, it's a sweet story as well. How do, remember you? What's the giving tree? You don't know the giving tree. I know it, but I do, it's so, the thing. Wait, wait, wait. The, the tree like boy. gives him the little boy <laughs> climbs it. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh no 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 no! You went down a whole other route that I did. You I I miss I misheard you. Um. <laughs> anyway, no, the little boy uh climbs on the tree, and the tree's like, "I'll give you a place to climb." And the kid gets older, and the kid meets a girl. They go under the tree and then they carve their name into the tree. And the tree's like, okay. How? <laughs> the tree's like, get that, that knife right. out of my side. <laughs> no, but the tree just is like, okay, I will. I can oh. give you a place to sit. And, he, and he's talking to the tree. He's like, tree, can I do this? And the tree's like, yeah, come on. And then oh. he gets married to the girl and he's like, I need a house. Oh. And he cuts the tree down. Oh. And it's just a stump left. And he comes back later. And I might be horribly misquoting the entire book, but I'm pretty sure this is a vague idea of the story. Um, I still think it's beautiful. And he comes back as an old man, and he goes, I'm really tired. And the tree's just, I can give you a place to sit. Aww. And and then the Lorax pops out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's 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 a beautiful story, and it's a sad story because it can be taken in so many ways, and the way I've always taken it is... Even to people who don't always give it back, it's important to give to others. Yeah. I see that story as a very parental story. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. That's the same thing of, uh, you know that uh, short fi- that Pixar short film, Bow? Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. I will. It's so good. I melt. I melted the first time I saw it. Ugh. I remember, I remember, um, I remember, um, the, um, I remember the first Disney movie I cried at vividly. Okay. Uh, it was either Disney or Pixar. Was, was Inside Out Pixar or was it Disney? It was both. It was both? Yeah, was yeah, yeah. That's when they were. Even better. Yeah. Uh, I bawled. Yeah. At the end of Inside Out. For no reason. Really? I, I had, I mean, I had an emotional connection, but like I wasn't uh-huh. a father. I'm not a parent. I don't have a child. The only but just, part of Inside Out that I legit, like I consistently cry at and I've never not cried at is when Bing Bong. Oh uh, God, when he dies. Oh. Spoiler. Um, if you haven't seen oh, it, I'm it's so sorry. So, did you have an imaginary friend? Do you remember their name? I did not have an imaginary friend. Really? I cannot Jeez, say I did. You're I cool. I know. What was I, it like having a happy childhood? <laughs> I had my. I guess that's kind I of think sad. I had my sister. Oh, okay. I, think that's it. I don't yeah. think I ever needed one. I think I had. 
Yeah, because I was kind of I was kind of raised as an only child because all my brothers were like so much older than me yeah. than I. Um, but I remember I can't, I I had a multitude of imaginary friends. However, I do remember the one that I can remember off the top of my head was Casper was one of my imaginary friends because I was very I was a very logic I was I I I like to think that I was a very logical thinker in that like if he's an imaginary friend and no one else can see him that means he's like a ghost so he's like Casper. That's no, I like that I like that connection. Yeah, and so like uh, the typical thing of like you would always have to like make a plate for Casper and like. Um, right. don't sit on that swing because Casper's on that one, on that swing. Nice. And, um, yeah, I think imaginary friends are to an extent, as long as they don't continue for a long, long time. I think they're, <laughs> I think they're healthy. Of course they're healthy. I mean, it's, I, I'm coming from me. I've never had one. It's just, I, I've always viewed them as they're interesting to me mm-hmm. because, it's interesting because I don't think. Do you think a dog makes an imaginary friend? Whoa! Do you think humans are the only ones who we have evolved enough to that we need these social connections Wait to where if we don't have them, we create them on our own? And oh, I think, jeez, right? Like, would a bird? What make if they an imaginary did? Bird? <laughs> Maybe they do. What an interesting. Con- do you think it'd be? Do you think it would look like them, or would they look like a different dog? <laughs> or would it be a dog at all? Would it be a cat? Would it be a fish? That'd be weird. Maybe a human. <laughs> Rather. Oh, but here's the thing, because I don't. I, I think if a dog has a human, a dog doesn't need an imaginary friend because it's got a companion. Same thing of, like, you had a sister, so you didn't had need an imaginary sister, friend. So I need an imaginary friend. But if a dog is on its own, if it's a stray, does it make an imaginary Aww. dog friend? That hurts to think about. That, like, hit me so very hard. It's almost 3 a.m. So a dog don't so shop. Anyways, it is 2.58 a.m. But yeah, what did you wish for for Hanukkah? (laughs) (laughs) That's a quick switch from the imaginary dog friend. Did you ever believe in... uh, mm. (laughs) (laughs) What? Was that a bit, or were you about to legitimately <laughs> ask me a question? I was. I, I, let's just. Uh, I'm gonna say it was a bit. Wait, what were you gonna ask? Did you, have you ever believed in? A, did you ever get suspicious when? Did you ever go to a mall to see Mall Santa, and then you went yes. to a different mall, <laughs> and, and Santa was still mother- there? <laughs> yes. However, I always went to the same mall Santa is at Stonebriar Mall and Whoa. that was the Santa. I went to Vista Ridge Mall Santa. Uh-uh, dude. You want to know and uh, spoiler alert, Santa's not real. Um sorry. You want to know the cool I saw a really cool post. Uh all the Jewish kids that you know, if you know any Jewish kids and they strictly celebrate Hanukkah, they know Santa's not real and they didn't tell you. <gasps> You're welcome. Whoa. You know, I saw that post, so really I can't take just, credit for it. We're gonna lose our entire Jewish audience. I don't know if I it's can take that me. dip. It's yeah. just me. It's just me. I don't know if I can take that dip. And my sister. My sister. Hi, Abby. If hi, you're Abby listening Gale. to this, I love you. Barf. Cut that out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. Well, now it's three oh one. 
<clears throat> Can we do the part of the podcast where we just make grunts? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the grunting section of Hello! <laughs> <laughs> the entire thing we're just fully clenched. <laughs> I'm going to do oh, a I clenching hate, episode. I hate that word so much. You know, I can deal with moist. I can't deal with moist. You can't deal with moist? You like the word moist better I than clenched? clenched. Because clenched is just so tight. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And moist is just fluid. So loose. So loose. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. Yikes. Every episode is gross for a different reason. No, I cannot stand the word moist. I, I've never understood why people hate it. That and stinky. Stinky. I despise stinky. the word stinky. Like and the way like it smelly. looks or like No, whenever it is ever used. And I have always like I always So when you're stinky, you don't Stop like Stop it. <laughs> I don't I don't and that's also like a it might stem from a self conscious thing of like I have to always smell good, like no one can ever catch me slipping. Throwback to like I do get afraid about like that. episode one when Sophia and I, um, like talked about that. Like when like I don't know I was just always self conscious about how I smelled. You know what I mean. So I I just like that word is almost a little triggering. You know what I mean. Like I just I just hate it. I hate that word. And I've always whenever like something happens, I always just I, I I've always gone uh oh. But now whenever oh. I go, uh-oh, someone goes, stinky. Uh-oh, stinky. And I'm like, stop, stop, stop it, stop it. Crazy. You want to know a, a funny story that's actually, like, literally not even funny? There's not a funny part about it. Um, sure. You know, uh, uh-oh, SpaghettiO. You know that thing? Yeah. So little, like, five-year-old me thought it was the funniest thing in the world if I said, like, another food instead of SpaghettiOs, right? So I, I would literally so walk – I would walk around my house going, uh-oh, bacon. And I, wow, I thought it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's just a little funny story about me. You mean you weren't a comedic genius at no. five years old? My material had to grow. You know, it had its, it had legs. Had to go through puberty. Oh, yeah, I had to go through I puberty. that is an interesting way to put um, the way you tell jokes, you know? Like you're, Please, you're, God, explain. Your comedy grows with you, you know, at okay. the age of... No, like, seriously, like, yeah, your yeah. comedy goes through puberty because at a lot... Uh, you make... Oh, you, you make, make those, yeah. You make stupid jokes. You discover more things to make jokes about. You discover more things to make jokes about. <laughs> yeah. There's a really funny... I can't recite any right now because they're too dirty. They're filthy. But if you go on YouTube and look up, um, I think, like, BuzzFeed or, like, Vice... No, it was Vice did a series of children telling... Dirty, dirty jokes, jokes. Oh. it is the funniest it is the funniest way that you can spend your time because they don't know what they're saying unless they do in which case uh, oh god <laughs> those those sinful children those sinful sinful children <laughs> um so yeah this is a long boy this is a very long episode i didn't i don't even think i realized it and oh, even though we kept reciting the time <laughs> it is by the way it's 309 a.m. for anyone Playing the home game. Nobody's going to be listening. If you're listening to this at 3 on IAM and you know me, text me. I hope you're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, just... 
He also does this thing where he. Uh... <laughs> I do this thing because <laughs> I did. I, I I did it just now because I realized that I was probably just gonna cut out that awkward <laughs> silence. But now that it's become a thing that we're gonna talk about, I here saved it, is. it. Go me, but uh, he does this thing where he'll get real quiet if if he doesn't have if he either doesn't have a joke or if he just finished a joke and it's yeah. either really funny or really bad. Uh, he'll just like start kind of clenching and yeah sometimes it, i'll start crying and he'll start fake crying and that's my way that's always my way to either get out of a bad bit or just like add on to it okay the other thing you do is when i make horrible jokes which is constantly you'll just uh like make a horrible joke right now i'll make a okay uh just say something and I, I would that's say. and i said that's not a horse that's my wife Stop, that's funny. Okay. Because I know the, I know the context. <laughs> yeah, I know the line. <laughs> that's, it's, it's not funny. Um, and funny. then, Just say and then my car died. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do Whatever. that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll, I think I'll it's say, the funniest thing. Like, it's not, I won't even make making a joke. I'll be like, I really want to do this. And you'll be like, okay. Okay. It's just like that. The, the, the exact inflection every okay. single time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We have another really funny bit that only we think it's funny, but like <laughs> it, it originated with Philip. Shout out Philip, I love you, baby. I think Philip, Philip, you're amazing, and I know we don't. <laughs> He'll be on an much. episode soon. I hope so. Oh, that's gonna be a great episode. We're gonna have to cut out so much of that episode. That is true. It's gonna be the intro and then the ending. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for watching. You know, that thanks for to, watching. Thanks yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> um, you watch the podcast. Anyways, but it's a bit of like, um, so like boomer. I hate my wife jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Baby boomer hate my wife jokes. Followed by like just screaming. <laughs> it, it's evolved into like like vomiting. Yeah, or something I, like that. Like I, I already have Wi-Fi. A Wi-Fi hate. hate. <laughs> <laughs> it did it because, like, I... He starts punching stuff on the walls. <laughs> it was just, like, it's so funny. Because that boomer is so mad at his wife. For no reason. <laughs> you chose her, man. You chose to share your experience. People used to get married for the weirdest reasons. I was watching, I just watched a movie today called um, Hacksaw Ridge. It was a very solid movie. I never saw it. It looked very good, though. It is very good. It was a very solid Andrew Garfield performance. And uh, Mel, Mel, Mel Gibson directed it. And this was, it was kind of interesting because it was kind of his comeback, weirdly, because he directed things like Passion of the Christ and, um, and things like that, which like was, never a, a was very big. Uh, well, no, it was, um, he, a lot of his movies are like based in like faith. Same thing with Hacksaw Ridge. Gotcha. Um, oh, if yeah, you watch the movie, because yeah, he's like trailer. religious, and that's why he won't he's a fight in the war. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because Mel Gibson is a very like religious man, he actually to tie in with the themes of this episode yeah. is very famously like anti-Semitic. Oh, and uh, or like Mel. he he has met <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, friend of the podcast, Mel Gibson. <laughs> There's a reason why he's a friend of the podcast. Um, he's gonna be like, oh, he's like, he, he directed episode. this episode, by the way. Very nice Anyways. man came on. He said, "Do, do, do the do the prayer." Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so um, he uh, was drunkenly um, he got pulled over for a DUI, and they were the the cops like recorded this, and he uh, like said the n word a lot, and that was a lot of things. This was like circa like two thousand 
six, seven. So this was like his like big comeback. And it was like really weird of um uh he got like nominated for an Oscar, like for directing and stuff like that. And now he's making Passion of the Christ two, which so Passion of the Christ is the story of Jesus. Oh. And like made a sequel of that? Yeah, so he's making he's making a, Jesus two. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible a, two electric boogaloo, <laughs> Bible two, that. two cross two furies. <laughs> mm. He came back again. Jesus, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the okay. Bible Jesus two. He rose again. Jesus, I mean. <laughs> but yeah, time. Mel Gibson is legit. Not even joking. He's making Bible two. <laughs> and he did an interview uh on Bible um, Gibson like it's is it credible? Is well, so here's God? so here's the thing with that. He did an interview on uh Stephen Stephen Colbert's show about it. And he he said it's going to go into uh, delve into what happened uh in the 3 days between Jesus dying and him re- resur- being re- resurrected. Did not have that in the Bible? That's it, yeah. But it's also it's weird, and he talked about like um, all the trials <laughs> that Jesus went through during those three days. Yeah, so it's gonna go oh, into okay. Like, that's interesting. The afterlife, which is I don't know. I mean, if that's not touched on in the Bible, that's totally his. The dude though. who played Jesus in the Passion of the Christ, his name is Jim Caviezel, right? You ever heard of him? I exactly. Not... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you mean it? I swear it wasn't Jesus. It wasn't. Oh, no, God, so gonna... his thing. When he was playing Jesus, he got s- struck by lightning twice during filming. Oh God! They in there were scenes in which they whipped Jesus. The props messed up, and he legitimately got whipped dozens of times. Um, he was like beaten, passed out, everything like that. And um, it's like a like a famous thing of like whoever like plays Jesus is like cursed weirdly because that guy he's like not famous anymore. He did that, and then he he had like a You'd think that would bring you up, <laughs> playing the literal savior of humanity. No, quote unquote. I mean, not something that I'd be funny tonight. that I would that I've always wanted to kind of make, but I think it's already been made. Um, it's like Jerry, the the cousin of Christ. Imagine being <laughs> Jesus's cousin. You know what oh, I mean? That'd you be turn such a bummer. Yeah, that would suck. Like you can turn you turn water into like. Gatorade. <laughs> you but do? dude, you can get some electrolytes. Just added some electrolytes, man. And he can he can walk on solid ice, but <laughs> <laughs> he can swim in solid ice. <laughs> that's, that's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, Mel Gibson's making Bible too. Anyways, why did I talk about Hacksaw Ridge? Um. I don't know. Was it just to talk about Mel Gibson? No. Um, wow. I do not remember. But I do remember what I was going to say when you mentioned Axel Ridge. Have you noticed that there's a lot of war movies coming out lately? Or maybe it's just two. I think it's always been... I mean... <laughs> I mean, because if... Like Saving it, Private Ryan. Was Saving Private Ryan, but there's Midway. Like, I just re- very recently, I keep seeing trailers for 1917. That's why I'm, yes. in my head, it looks very good. What's interesting about that one is that entire film was shot to make it look like it was in one take. Really? Which is amazing. The cinematog- the cinematographer that worked on it, his name's Roger Deakins. I'd, I'd be excited to see that then, actually. Yeah, his name's Roger Deakins, and he is like a god amongst 
cinematographers. Um, and this was like his first, like this is, is like that, a Roger Deakins one take movie. Okay, never mind. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he like like the scene. Did you ever see Blade Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Oh, I didn't. I no? didn't see Blade Runner either. Um, oh, okay. Um, he he famously like won his first. He's like eighty years old, and he famously won his first Oscar for that like two years oh. ago. But he's always been considered like a great. Um, anyways, he directed he. Uh, uh, he's the cinematographer on this, and so, uh, yeah. Where are you going with that? I don't know. I always get nervous when I talk about like movies and stuff because I always, I always worry that I'm like just totally boring whoever I'm talking to about because I feel like I'm I the think, only person that cares about this stuff. I think that's the exact opposite. I think the fact that you care so much about this stuff makes it interesting. Yeah, and that's I guess. an interesting thing because it's, it's always neat. To I because I'm just so f- fascinated by it. I love it so much. Name a year. 2015. Spotlight won Best Picture in 2015. No, 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 no. 12 Years a Slave won Best Picture in 20, in 20, 2015. Spotlight was made in 2015. It won Best Picture in 2016. Over what? Uh, it wasn't that the big The other thing? things nom- nominated Spotlight's year was The Revenant, which Leonardo DiCaprio won his first Oscar for. Trumbo. Uh, was not nominated for Best Picture, but uh, Brian Cranston was nominated for an Oscar that year. The Martian uh, came out that year. I love the Martian. Steve Jobs, I don't believe, was nominated, but was in there. Who else was? Because the best actor lineup was the best Oscar. The best actor lineup for that year was Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant, and he won. Brian Cranston for Trumbo. Uh, Matt Damon for The Martian. Oh. Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs. Oh. Oh, and what was the last one? There's five. I'm not going to know this. <laughs> the fact that oh, that's going to kill incredible. me. You're not allowed to look it up now. That's going to kill me. You have to search the archive. Anyways, name it. 2016. The year after. Twenty. Yeah. What, what won? 2017, the prequel. Oh, I just talked about That's the 2016 Oscars. Oh, I said 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like spotlight one, oh, but no, twelve years of slave one that year. Okay, how about uh, twenty ten? Twenty ten. Uh, the Hurt Locker won Best Picture in twenty ten because it was made in two thousand nine. The interesting Whoa. thing about that Oscars was uh, the Hurt Locker was directed by uh, uh, no, not Patty Jenkins. What's her name? Oh, I'm so sorry. Whoever it is is a friend of the podcast. It was directed. <laughs> if you're listening right now, uh, uh, it was directed by. Uh, she is the ex-wife of James Cameron, who directed Titanic and also Avatar. Oh, you know who, that guy, which was also nominated that year. I know. James and so it was really like it was James Cameron versus her, and she won. Wow. Yeah, and so also nominated that, that year was Avatar. Um, Precious. Was nominated that year, and Gabrielle Sidibe should have won Best Actress that year, but it went to Sandra Bullock for The Blind Side. What else was nominated uh, that year? Inglorious Bastards was nominated nominated that year. I never saw it. Quentin Tarantino movie, I very good Tarantino, about yeah. Jews. I gotta see it. You got- <laughs> I gotta see it. I'm required by uh, law. Yeah, the Hurt, the Hurt Locker won that year. Yeah, I think the fact that you can name any Oscar. Wait, this is fun. This Wait, is cool. do one more. Okay, one more. Or do some more. How obscure do you want me to get? 
What do you have like a window of, of years? You know, <sighs> the only thing that's a little dicey is like like into the like seventies. But I think anything after that, I can probably. Nineteen eighty five. Nineteen eighty five. Okay, let me think. What came out of eighty four? The original Star Wars did not come out in eighty four. Oh, nineteen eighty five. Okay, if I get this right, because I'm gonna fact check after this. Okay. The winner of the nineteen eighty five Oscar for Best Picture was a movie called Ordinary People. If it was that, then that means that Robert De Niro won Best Actor for Raging Bull that year, and that means the lead actor of Ordinary People, like his name is escaping me because he like quit acting after that, won Best Supporting Actor, and. Yes, so the I'm gonna fact, fact check that, that right now. Right, but I I do know that. that the year that Ordinary People won, because I know that Robert Redford, the actor, he won for best because he directed Ordinary People and he won Best Director that year. So mm-hmm. I will say that even though it's not the '85 Oscars, I know that whenever Ordinary People won Best won Best Picture, that Robert De Niro won for Raging Bull, and Robert De Niro er, and Robert Redford won for directing Ordinary People, and Homeboy won Best Supporting Actor. Jeez. 19, okay, 1985 Oscars. <laughs> this is the biggest flex I've ever had ever. This is the weirdest flex Oscars. I've ever had ever. Oscar, 1985 Oscar winners. Oh, Amadeus. For what? I'm an idiot. The movie was Amadeus. Oh. Yeah. F. Murray Abraham won Best Actor. Sally Field. <sighs> Frick, then when did Ordinary People? Then I'm going to say that was 81. It was made in 1980. Oh, God. So, 1981 Oscars. It won Best Picture. That's scary that you know that almost. I've never seen Amadeus, so that's why I didn't get that one. Gotcha. Yeah. It's a weird little... I, I, I like to think that it's more than a party trick. <laughs> but, no, I don't know. Really. I'm just obsessed with it. There's nothing wrong with that. It's really cool. I, so. I think obsessive isn't the word. I think it's passionate. Yeah. I'm very passionate. Because it's not one of those weird hobbies. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to go ahead and end this episode here because it is, oh, time check. It is 3.37 a.m. Um, If you're keeping track that this episode isn't as long as the time that has passed, it means we have cut out, oh, so much of this yeah, episode. Yeah, there is. There's some Just because we, we were so up. tired. Yeah, there's some. Um, but anyways, what are, your, what are your final closing thoughts? Final closing Tie thoughts. Boy. Um, if you're listening to this on Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Ex- Merry Christmas to, except to all the, uh, air quote, trendy people who are going to ca- caption their Christmas pictures, Merry Chrysler. Yes. Merry Christmas to everyone those, except those people. <laughs> and those who will. And I lost my entire audience just you now. Just, yeah. <laughs> like all of them are that. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you. Love you. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you had um, – this was an interesting one. I, I, I like this one. This was a lot of fun. I, did, I enjoyed doing this. I would do it again if you – Yeah, for rot- sure. If you rotate through all your friends. I'm sure would I will. You, I'm, you, I'm, you, I'm nearing you, the end of the list. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope that uh, everyone's having the best time, uh, the best day or night or whatever time it is around you. And, uh, yeah, I love you all. Okay. Fantastic.